0: Hello and welcome, Happy New Year, to the third episode of the Red Ropes podcast. Uh, we're here with the Rock and Coal Express. Yeah,
1: boy! Happy New Year, year guys! Happy New year. year!
0: And obviously it's me and Owen as well, and we're just going to be chatting about BWR, which is what we chat about every time. So obviously last year was, was kind of the year of Rock and Coal. Definitely. Definitely. Not at the
1: start of it.
0: Well, not, not,
1: <laughs> let's forget
0: that. Not the first half, but when, when you came back...
1: No, to it be was, fair, like, last yeah. year was absolutely huge, and me, yeah. and me and Cole could not be happier with how things came out, and how we sort of were dealt a bad hand to start with at the end of the year with yeah. Cole's injury, but then as soon as he made his comeback, we, uh, we, we kind of took the nation by storm a little bit, we debuted for like, five or six different promotions across the top half of England, and even even down south, like... It really, it really was, as you said, it was the year for, for Rock and Coal. And yeah. I think we're, we're going to try and take that momentum into 2020
0: and run with it. Yeah, well, it was, it was a very good year and most, most of the year, it was kind of the end of the year that, where I started to uh, kind of work on shows. And The other, the other half, I was just watching him and just watching all the good moments and stuff. It was, it was good and obviously seeing on social media, all the, the different promotions you've been going to. So it's definitely been, last, last year was definitely a good year.
1: Absolutely. Three
0: time champs as well. Three
1: time champs. Three so that all in fit itself, into a year. like that in itself, um, fills me and Cole up because obviously, like not only are the title belts so prestigious and so precious, but like it's the fact that BWR as a company, as a family, the fans, yeah, they put their faith and they put their belief into me and Cole that we can mm-hmm. be the face of their tag division and that, that honestly it fills us up with, with so much pride and so much joy that, that people feel that confident within our product yeah. to, to be able to sort of run with that it's amazing
0: mm. so let, let's talk about the beginning of the year Oof. go from the start <laughs> I know, you, I know you, you've done a podcast before <laughs> why back to you um, talking about stuff but yeah. you, don't, you don't have to talk loads about it just briefly so obviously one planned
1: No Um. (laughs) So uh, we had a show Yeah We had a show back in January 2019 um, And we were It was the sort of the third match Of our uh, Longest sort of feud With the Sick Boys So you got Rory Coyle and Erin Jacobs And it was for the tag team titles An I Quit match It was an I Quit match So everything got a little bit hardcore Um, Tears were shed um, honestly like the, um, it sort of came to an end as I was I was tied to the ropes couldn't move Cole was taking an absolute pasting um, kendo sticks steel chairs oh, em- like, the bruises the next day honestly that. anything everything you could think of and I was I was there just being forced to watch like my best friend my brother get sort of seven bells knocked out of him so I I was the one that, that said I quit for the pair of us mainly to sort of let up on the beating they were giving to Cole because there was nothing else I could do. But it was after the match, actually, um, when Erin Jacobs had Cole uh, lodged in a chair. He had his head and neck put through the steel chair. I sort of managed to break free. Um, Well, it was was Richard Young, the ring announcer, actually came and sort of cut the duct tape from around my wrists um, because I I actually couldn't move, and I'm being legit. (laughs) <clears throat> so uh, Richard Young came and cut the duct tape, and uh, Aaron Jacobs and Rory Coyle were still sort of like taking the ring and 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 selling out from from winning the sell- uh, from w- winning the belts. And obviously, like the heat of the moment, the passion and, and the rage going through my body, I stood up, swung this chair at Aaron Jacobs. He eyeballs me. Didn't flinch. Didn't flinch. Yeah. Just all. just looked straight through me, and stood on the chair with like all sort of 16, 17 stone of him and it crushed Cole's neck and collarbone and I'll, I'll let you take from there like how did you feel after that? <laughs> well um,
2: as soon as he stomped on it and kind of relieved the pressure uh, I managed to get myself out of the chair and I did one full roll away from him but then lost complete like feeling of my body from my neck down wow. so me just laying there with the fans screaming at Rory and Erin, like yelling all this abuse, and I can't feel my hands. I'm trying to move my fingers, I just can't do anything. And I see Scotty come over, look down at me, and all I could do was just shed these tears down my face. Oh. <laughs> Sounds silly at the time because I'm it alive was... and kicking right now. But well, it, it, was,
1: it, was, it was quite passionate, it was like full on full-on emotion like everything like it's the storylines of wrestling that hooks people in and yeah. it's, it's you do get caught up in the moment but it wasn't actually until uh richard young came up to me a couple of the refs and the paramedics had, had sort of gone into the ring and, and seen to cole but uh, it wasn't until Youngy came up to me and said this is legit like we're gonna have to phone an ambulance uh i just i broke down in tears like, I, I honestly, I just
0: couldn't cope with it. Well, it was awful to us because I, I was there, and we didn't, the fans didn't really know what was going on, but then, obviously, when the show stopped and everything, uh, kind of knew that something, something happened. What was what was the first indication that you was hurt? Obviously, um, you felt everything, but...
2: Well, when my head was, like, lodged in the chair, yeah, um, I felt, oh, this is uncomfortable, this is painful, I need to just wriggle down a bit and I just couldn't move because it was like 17, 18 stone just pushed right onto my neck I just couldn't move at all and I looked over to Scotty when he was in the corner and I'm like just mouthing like this is not gonna end well (laughs) like I was like (laughs) I can feel something going really badly wrong here Wow. and it was up until that moment where he stomped on it yeah. and I got out and I rolled over, I was like, I was right, this is, this has gone terribly wrong, I can't feel my body at all
1: and I think I was laid there for 20 minutes before the ambulance got, it was more than that, yeah, you believe before the ambulance got called. quite a bit well, no, oh no, but the ambulance got called sort of 5 to 10 minutes after it happened, to be fair, it was, it was almost instantaneous but you were laid there for at least 45 minutes to an hour. People had started taking the ring down around you. Yeah. Like, the, the show got called off. People yeah. were moved into another bar. Uh, we were all told that we, we couldn't move you until <clears throat> like a stretcher arrived. Uh, you were completely out of it because you were given some really strong gas and air. Something called
2: methoxifluoride. <laughs> what is What is what it is, is oxidised meth. And He <laughs> said, breathe it like gas and air. And... Yeah, that was my biggest mistake because after yeah. four or five puffs of that, I was I was a goner.
0: <laughs> didn't, didn't you start singing Moana? Yeah, I
1: started yeah. singing Moana in the back of the ambulance. So wow. I, I rode the ambulance with him all the way to uh, A&E where we spent another sort of two or three hours um, just wheeling Cole around whilst he was <laughs> on another level. He was like on another planet. Um, this reminds me of my circumcision. <laughs> Just coming out with like the most bizarre stuff you ever heard, just because he's not with it. Um, yeah. But he got X-rays. Uh, the X-ray results came back, and, and like luckily nothing was broken. It was all sort of muscle damage and and internal bruising. Mm-hmm. But it was still advised for him to take. Uh, was it like ten to twelve weeks? It was it was about three months, wasn't it? Three. He said you said four months without yeah. like doing any any
2: physical activity but then yeah. they said give it around eight months before I get back into wrestling. Yeah. Well, obviously lucky for me,
1: fast healer. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so Cole ignored all the advice he got. Yeah. Uh, made his triumphant return. I say triumphant. He was in, he was <laughs> short-lived. In, <laughs> yeah. His short-lived return in the, the Riot Rumble.
0: That was a, very, it was a good return, though. Everyone, everyone loved that.
1: Oh, yeah, genuinely. Yeah. It was amazing, like, the, because obviously I was already in the ring, mm. um, but yeah, absolutely phenomenal, uh, hearing sort of the crowd come up for Cole, who they'd not seen for sort of three, nearly four months, Cole was even backstage yeah. talking to me, and he was saying like, what if they've forgotten about me, and I was <laughs> like, what about if I don't get a pop?
0: <laughs> we were just like, of course they're going to know who you are, you did. Yeah. Well, we've, talk- we've talked about the beginning of the year. Let's talk about how you ended the year against the former, well, the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champs, Ooh. the Young Grizzled Vets. Grizzled how, Young Vets, yeah. Were... How how was how was it going? <coughs> what was your mindset going into that? Obviously, Hot. they're they're a big team, so
1: nervous, <clears throat> massively nervous. Yeah, and honestly, it, it's like not not only are these two like one of the best tag teams currently in the world like these guys are at their peak they are as you say the first ever nxt uk tag team champions the grizzled young vets but Mm -hmm. they've been all over the world they've toured in china uh, they've toured across europe like they're absolutely phenomenal lads Uh, but whilst i was at uni living in liverpool uh, they were also my trainers so I, i i trained for four five months with fighting spirit yeah uh, so like not only was it sort of the nerves of going into it with two of these guys who are like at the peak of their game but it's also that like student teacher mentality for me as well it, it was a bit mad it was like as you say going up against your instructors and against your coaches yeah. it, it, it was quite it, I was quite nervous to be fair but I think it's been said that like it's, it's the best match that we've ever been a part of it like, was
0: yeah it was very good
1: wrestling wise I, I think it's one, it's one of my all time favourite matches I've ever wrestled yeah.
0: Yeah, it was nominated for the uh, match of the year. I'm surprised they didn't, didn't get it, to be fair, because it was a really, a really good match.
1: Nothing could have
2: topped Robbie and Ricky, though. Well, like well yeah, but
0: it was... Zach Gibson getting backstage
2: saying, fuck it, they've used all the moves, <laughs> can't do anything.
0: <laughs> um, so what was it like being in the ring with them? Obviously, you said the stranger, um, but obviously you've been seeing them, like, progress and that NXT and stuff. What was it like being it, I, in the I, ring? In in the ring with them, I think it, it was actually quite intense.
1: Yeah. Um, like, they're absolutely lovely guys, to be fair. Like, they're, they're mm. really, really sound lads, but it's like, it's like as soon as you step in that ring, I've said it all along, as soon as you step out of that curtain, sort of your mentality switches. Yeah. You go into like a different zone and you're there. Um, and yeah, like, the Grizzled Young Vets, they are the tag team of all tag team. Like, mm-hmm. it is real, it is serious, it is intense. Like, they really showed us how much tag team wrestling can matter and does matter
0: yeah it was it was super it was super cool um, well we're running out of a bit of time but I do <laughs> want to talk about um, the other times you've won the tag champs uh, championships uh, obviously you lost it at the beginning of the year when you got injured mm-hmm. um, then you won it back then you lost it again <laughs> and then won it back
2: like, uh, let's not talk about the losses well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but what but what's it like um, being the the like the the obviously he was the first, he was the first one. But what's it like winning it so many times and getting that moment multiple times?
1: <clears throat> Each time's been like incredibly different. I feel, mm. as you say, like the first time we won it, uh, we were wrestling GBH. Yeah. So it was me and Cole versus Kip Sabian, who's now with AEW, and the powerhouse Blake. Um, and again like Kip Sabian obviously one of the best the UK had to yeah. offer he's been snatched up by America so to share the ring with him and to share the ring with Blake was an absolute pleasure and a privilege um, but yeah to, to win it for the first time and to be the like inaugural champions was mm. very very overwhelming honestly like as you say it's, it's, it's the fact that BWR as a brand as a company put all their faith into us to sort of take the tag team division and run with it and be like the face of their tag division. Just absolutely yeah. insane. The only thing we have to push for is a tag team main event. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, it hasn't been done <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully
0: um, soon. So you lost it the first <clears> time, <throat> and then you won it back. What was it like winning it back?
1: Again, that, that match itself was, was very, very emotional. It was, uh, it was the first time... We'd been in the ring with the sick boys since yeah, Cole's since injury, the, yeah. um, and it, again, it's just, it's the raw emotion. I mean, Cole basically sat on the sidelines and, and refused to participate in the match due to I imagine due to fear.
0: Yeah,
1: I can say that. Yeah, like Cole was absolutely bricking being in the ring with Erin Jacobs again, like the man who put him out of action for so many months. Yeah, it was insane. So for me to have taken like an absolute beating from the pair of him for 20 minutes, half an hour, yeah. like it took its toll on my body. It did. But sort of to feel that relief as Cole tagged himself in and as he mustered up the courage to sort of come back in, it's that sort of moment of captivation that really, it resonates with the audience, but it resonates with like, us as the workers as well. Like when we feel that connection and that chemistry everything seems to flow and it's like it's so natural and it's so nice that
2: was one of the things that snapped me out of it there's a little girl who comes to all the shows who sits in the front row oh yeah and she has a little (laughs) kind of cardboard um like yeah rectangle says i love rock and (laughs) call and she's like come on Cole, you can do this beat him up he's a big loser i was like yeah he is a big loser come on <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so without the little girl you wouldn't have uh, probably wouldn't have won <laughs> yeah we
1: probably wouldn't have won because <laughs> he have got the ping pong He's He's Your If he just left me to get
0: beaten up oh oh well well I think that is uh, yeah time because we're running a, bit, running a bit over so thank you for coming on
1: no worries honestly any Yeah, it's been a pleasure um,
0: we'll have you on we'll have a proper proper big chat um, we'll talk about more stuff uh, yeah
2: like ladder matches Oh, tune in for more
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah awesome yeah cheers boys see you
2: soon
0: so that was the Rock and Call Express on the Red Ropes podcast their first appearance won't be the last because this has been that That was a a bit of a short chat I want to I want to do some more but we was running out on time so we'll definitely have them on uh, sorry for the short episode. I just um didn't really have time to plug anything. We was backstage at the Evo again. Um, again, I do, I do, I do like to plug Evo every episode just to, um, you know, try and get into people's minds that, that, that you know, this is a really good experience and it's a really good thing to do, and people should go down and try something new. And obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you you always dream about being a wrestler. It's at your doorstep if you live in, live in Greensby. If you don't live in Grinsby, you know come down. Honestly, it's yeah. It's it's one of the best schools around, and everyone at the everyone that trains there says it. Um, now that I've got that out of the way, I do want to plug the Facebook. Please go like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. I post regular updates, announcements, anything, everything will be on the Facebook. Uh, don't we don't have Instagram or Twitter, so Facebook is the place to be um so please do like us on there and if you've got any questions or anyone you want to have on the show please do comment on post saying oh I want, I want to see Rhys Ryan or I want to see Tyler Devlin and whatever questions you want to ask anyone and I and I will I, I note down all the questions that people ask uh because I, I like to get people involved the audience involved um so yeah thank that uh, thank you for listening to the Redbirds podcast again. Um, I'm not too sure what episode four will be, but Lee, please comment and tell us who you want on next because I've sorted out a few more, but we need, I need I need to start out some more some more interviews for the show, because I want this show to be successful. Obviously, uh, it's been a rough, rough one today because people were late and we're trying to come questions in. But I'll try to plan it a bit better because I want this podcast to be great for everyone involved. Not just for me, you know, in for people listening and the wrestlers I'm interviewing. Uh, Yeah, so thank you for listening. And sorry for the short episode. And I'll see you in episode four next week. Goodbye.